Let's go back to our Auburn Bank phone line here to start hour number two. And we're pleased to be joined by Brian Matthews of Auburn Rivals. Uh, Brian, the time is greatly appreciated. I hope you are well, sir. I am, and it's always an honor to be on the same show as uh, legendary beat writer Tom Peters. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Always <laughs> glad to have you on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Brian, you know, I, obviously first time we've talked to you since J.J. left this seat, and I know that you and him shared a great love of Liverpool Football Club. And, and Brian, I'm just going to be forthcoming with you right now. Uh, yep. I am not a huge Premier League guy. However, if I have a team... It is a team that is 19th in the table right now. They also play in the city of Liverpool, uh, and and, uh, they are uh, a team that is famous for being uh, Liverpool's arch rival, the uh, Everton Toffees, who are very terrible this year. Uh, So I just want to be – just go ahead right out there in front of it. Uh, And and my question with Liverpool and Everton is, are are you – do you want Everton to just go ahead and be so terrible that they fall down uh, to the the, foot, uh, the championship, or because of the rivalry, do you want to get to keep beating them twice a year in the Premier League? Well, um, I was about to talk about how bad Liverpool are this year, but then you brought up Everton, and this is really, really bad. Yeah, um, I don't have anything against Everton. You know, I'm not. You know, you grew up in Alabama, you hate the other side, right? But you grew up over here across the pond from England. You don't really have that, those feelings necessarily to your rivals. So um, the only reason I'd like to see Everton go down is to see what happens when a big club like Everton actually goes down. Because this will be like, I don't know, Auburn, Alabama, LSU, or Georgia falling down into you know the Sun Belt, which is basically what this would be. Sure. So that would be insane. If you, you know, I mean, it would just be crazy for that to happen. So. Uh, but yeah, they're in a tough situation. I know they just changed their manager up, so we'll see how that goes for them. Yeah, um, one of many manager changes over the last few yeah. years. But he's Brian Matthews here of Auburn Rivals. Uh, so let's talk a little bit uh, here about Auburn basketball, and we will get uh, more on, on football recruiting. And that's sort of thing. A lot yeah. to talk about with Auburn in just a moment. But Auburn basketball coming off a rough week, two losses, one at home in Neville Arena, which is probably more startling than the road loss to West Virginia. What did you think about this basketball team over the last? week i mean i think teams are beating them the same way Uh, it's the guard play that's really hurting them the perimeter defense whether they're going up against a big guard that's shooting over them like stevenson did or whether it's a guard that just cannot you know stop the dribble drive like uh the kid from texas a&m whose name escapes me did over and over going to his left even though they had worked, you know, and, and practice defending him going to the left. They just kept doing it to him. Um, they've just got to get that solved. You know, that, that's the big big thing with this group right now. Um, and they need to get it done now because the, the last 10 games are just a ferocious uh, schedule. I mean, it's just big game after big game. A lot of them on the road. You know, Georgia, in Neville Arena, you think Auburn should be the team to beat here, but this is the same Georgia team that really put it on them in Athens. So we'll see if Auburn will respond uh, to the way they played the last two games and for a chance to get a rematch with Georgia. Uh, one guy that has really kind of struggled this year and finally saw a glimmer of hope from him in West Virginia is uh, Katie Johnson. Do you think maybe that's a that's him kind of breaking through and we can now start seeing the Katie Johnson that, that we all have come to love? Or what are your thoughts on Katie Johnson as we move forward toward, towards this uh, rough part of the schedule? Man, you know, KD is the type of player because he's so 
emotional. You know, if he gets hot, right, if he can start scoring and making shots, he can, you know, carry a team. He can lift up his teammates because he's that type of player. Um, so, yeah, that would be tremendous if that can happen, you know. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. I don't want to, you know, I want to put too much on him or anything. Right. You know, it's, it's been a while since we've seen that KD. So, so but that, that would be a, a big plus. Auburn needs somebody else to step up. They can't rely on, on, on Janae or um, – or Wynn Green every night, you know. Teams are doing a great job doubling Wynn Green up top, which is causing a lot of trouble. Janai, you know, had that great second half against West Virginia, but the first half, you know, he, he struggled early, and then, I, you know, I think he just took three shots or something like that. It just wasn't a, a productive half, and Auburn, you know, got down by double digits. Yeah, and Brian, the, the interesting part here is it's it's two games in a row where they give up around 45 points or so in the first half. Mm-hmm. And, and the difference in the West Virginia and Texas A&M game was that in the second half of West Virginia, Auburn had maybe their best offensive half of the entire season, sco- scoring nearly 50 points. And I know they left a couple free throws out there too. I, I mean, at this point in the year, it, it might be you are what you are. I know, I know there's some development still going on, but how does Auburn – bottle up a 48-point half and try and use it in the first half to, to get in front of these teams rather than having to be 10, 15 points down entering the second half? Well, you know, I think Jedi, of course, had a great second half. Jalen was terrific, too. Uh, I, I just think, to me, Auburn really, when they play good defense, they can turn that into good offense, right? Or or, or, or even if it takes them some time to solve the issues that they need to execute in that half-court offense, they need to play good defense leading up to that, right? They don't need to be behind by double digits if, if it takes them a while to get going offensively. So I, I think it starts with their defense. And it starts, and that starts with their perimeter defense. They've, they've got to be able to defend better, um, you know, at the three-point line. But, you know, they, they've just got to have better plan and they've got to have better execution. Right. Um, and, you know, we're looking at, at this team that we have this year and obviously tough schedule going forward. Uh, here in Auburn, we we tend to talk a lot about football recruiting, but there's also basketball yeah. recruiting going on. Uh, yeah. Some big-name guys out there on the border right now. Are you, are you seeing that with Bruce Pearl? Is he kind of realizing that there's going to have to be some things revamped with some guys that he's bringing in here? And just kind of what are your thoughts on what Bruce is doing on that recruiting trail well, right now? Well, well, speaking of that, you know, Bruce and his coaching staff continue to do a great job on the recruiting trail. And uh, Todd Pettiford, um, a four-star, number 21, I think, player in the country in the 24 class. He's announcing, he's from New Jersey, he's announcing tomorrow afternoon, and I think Auburn's the team to beat there. You know, he's a guy, he's a guard that can shoot uh, and make shots, so that's, that, that could be a very big addition to this team. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I do think, um, you, know, uh, you know, Coach Bruce Pearl is known for, for having smaller guards, right? Yeah, he's, right. He's had a history of developing those guys into great players. But I think Auburn may have one too many on, on this year's team. You know, they need, they're getting hurt in the matchups, right? They're, they're right. getting hurt when they don't have somebody who can match up against a, you know, a 6'5 guard or even a 6'3 dude that, that, that plays real physical. So, um, yeah, I, I do think they, and I, you know, they, it's not like they don't try to get big guards. Sometimes, you know, there'll be a five star they're chasing. They just, you know, lose that recruitment. It happens, you know. When you're big boy recruiting, as, as Bruce Pearl and his staff do, sometimes you just don't win them all. But, um, yes, I, I think there's a, a recognition that they need to, uh, you know, get some bigger guards, especially that two position. I think that's something you'll see in the future. 
Well, and as you mentioned, Brian, sometimes they just miss. And one of the painful things about the West Virginia game was that they tried to get Eric Stevenson out of the portal from South Carolina. And obviously he was able to take advantage of his size there. We also talk about a guy like Aiden Holloway who got his fifth star or is a five-star guy, uh, Mm -hmm. got invited to the McDonald's All-American. He is already an Auburn commit. It it seems that no matter what this team is, because they obviously had the rough year two years ago, they had a a big bounce back year, the number one team in the country at times last year. it seems that Bruce Pearl has been very steady on the recruiting trail no matter what. It, it, it's safe to say at this point, I assume, Brian, that that until Bruce Pearl's gone, this recruiting is going to continually one. it seems like one-up itself in terms of top-rated recruits they've gotten, full classes. Just take us inside the continued momentum, no matter really the results on the court that particular year uh, of the guys that they are talking to and, and getting visits and commits from. I think that's absolutely true. I think their recruiting has gotten better for, for high school recruiting, absolutely. As the program's, you know, becoming more and more high-profile, the recruiting's got better. More people are seeing Auburn as a destination place for, for high-caliber basketball players, right? Uh, you know, I think the thing um, that needs to happen, though, because Auburn's never going to sign as many five-stars as, as Kentucky or Kansas or some of these schools. It's just not going to happen. But what happened, you know, back in... 2018, right? Some guys that they signed like Jared Harper and Bryce Brown and um, uh, you know, Wachuma was fairly high recruited but not hugely recruited, right? Those guys developed, right? They became better players every year and, uh, you know, were were a big part of that um, Final Four run. So they need to continue to go out these great athletes. You know, some of them are one and done and they also need to hit you know, with these transfers or, or some of the kids they bring in that maybe aren't super highly recruited and hope some of the guys develop a little bit better than maybe some of the current guys have. Talking to Brian Matthews right now of Auburn Rivals, AuburnSports.com. Brian, uh, let's keep talking recruiting, but let's go to the football aspect of things. Junior Day uh, was this past weekend and read a lot about just the sheer numbers uh, of players that were coming onto the planes. Just give us some insight on on just how many people were at Auburn over the weekend and, and some of the big targets that Auburn's looking at. Well, it was around 200, and that's in sharp contrast to the 13 or so that showed up, you know, a year ago. <laughs> it's just <laughs> crazy. Amazing <laughs> the difference, right? Um, and, you know, there were a lot of good kids there. I'm not the, you know, the recruiting expert anymore. we got guys uh, on our staff to do that. But I will tell you that one of the guys that was there, Jaden Lewis uh, from Aniston, uh, a cornerback, nickel, a terrific kick and punt returner. Uh, he is going to announce tomorrow, and I believe Auburn is the team to beat there. Uh, he had a terrific uh, visit. I uh, talked to him afterwards and supporting that Auburn gear and uh, feel really good about Auburn's chances there. So I think that'll be the first uh, commitment uh, in the 24 class from that junior day. Um, and I think that'll be the second overall. Mon Lane was there. He's a kid that committed last year uh, out of Moody. Uh, and he was there helping recruit other kids. And I think once Jaden commits, he's going to do the same thing. So uh, a pretty good start here in the 24 class for this group. And if they get keep getting this type of turnout it's going to result in them getting some really good commitments and and building a really good 24 class 200 compared to 13 that is a uh that's yeah. quite the difference there yeah yeah well and, and that was something i was gonna ask and i i know we we have to be hesitant not to just completely throw specific individuals under the proverbial bus but right what has what what has changed i mean this just seems like night and day difference between what this staff is doing or attempting to do and what the previous staff was trying to do. 
Well, what's changed? I, I mean, I, I've used the phrase dereliction of duty when it comes to Brian Harsin and his recruiting. I just that's just the way I feel about it. Yeah. You know, I can't explain his motivations or why he was the way he was, but uh, the organization wasn't there. The people that he put in charge of it really didn't know what they were doing. I mean, some of these junior days they tried to have were thrown together last minute. I don't think they were even going to have the um, uh, Big Cat Weekend until they got into uh, you know a situation where they, they needed help recruiting so they decided to put together at the last minute. It's just... Um, I, I, don't, I don't know, but I, I think he thought he could just come from Boise and um, could sign whoever he wanted to and, and, and turn them into great players. That's not happening in this conference. You've got to go out there and compete for the five stars. In order to do that, you've got to have a coach like Hugh Freeze, who's the tip of the spear, who's out there calling these kids, visiting these kids, recruiting these kids, and that's what he's doing. And it makes the whole... A recruiting enterprise so much better when you have a head coach that does that and in my 22 years it's just it's hard to find a head coach that's want to do that because once you climb that ladder uh, ladder excuse me uh, in the coaching ranks you know you work your tail off recruiting as assistant and you know all the stuff you go through and you want to work it up and then you're the man in charge in charge of all those people you want to start handing that recruiting off to your assistants and you know that doesn't work you cannot send um Mr. Joe Glow, assistant, to recruit this five star when you're going head to head with Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, and and you know other top high profile right. head coaches, it doesn't work. You've got to be out there uh, as the head coach going for these five stars, and that's what you freeze is doing. A different day on the plains for sure, yeah. Brian. And uh, last question before we get you out of here: uh, just a couple weeks from the start of baseball season, obviously another great season for Butch Thompson, his baseball team last year. Just what fires you up about this team? And, and I've seen that there's a lot of SEC teams ranked really highly. Auburn is not one of them in yeah. the preseason polls, but but again, Brian, just a couple weeks away from baseball season. Well, that's one thing to get fired up about. It's going to be a great, great um, SEC season, right? There's so many great players in this league, whether they're high school players at school signed or, you know, LSU went out and signed a bunch of really good transfers too. So did Auburn. I think Auburn's going to have a very explosive lineup, one through nine. I think there's some great competition. It's going to be a lot of depth. So if somebody slumps a little bit here or there or gets injured, they're going to have, have guys ready to step in um, right away. I think Ike Irish is going to be a special freshman. You know, we've seen some special freshmen come come along at Auburn. I think he's going to be one of those guys. And I think people are going to be excited to see Nate LaRue. He's changed his batting stance. He was Auburn's leading hitter uh, during fall uh, practice. And, uh, of course, he's already one of the best defensive uh, catchers in the country. Uh, so you, you get that bat going, and he can be a special, special player, too. So... Um, I think there are reasons to be excited. The, the key is going to get the pitching staff to come together. Got a lot of talent there. Uh, Joseph Gonzalez, um, of course, is the number one. Slowed a little bit at the start of practice, uh, which is a slight shoulder issue, but uh, it's the same thing he had last year. So I would expect him to be ready, if not week one, by week two of the season, that trip to USC. Uh, so I think this is going to be a fun team, and I think it's going to get better as the season goes on, as these young pitchers and these transfer pictures start to come together as a staff he's brian matthews of auburn rivals auburnsports.com brian uh, the time is greatly appreciated preview what you got ahead uh, with you and the crew there at auburn rivals well it's going to be a really busy two days um i mentioned Jaden lewis uh, commitment um Pet- pettiford commitment both tomorrow afternoon 
Uh, Jeremiah Cobb is going to sign with Auburn tomorrow afternoon. We have some guys there for that. And then Thursday, we get you freeze and all the assistant coaches. So that's going to be, you know, a, a whole bunch of interviews and a whole bunch of information coming out, you know, Thursday and the days following. Plus, of course, we got the big basketball game tomorrow night against Georgia. So all that and more at AuburnSports.com. You can follow me on Twitter at BMATAU. Thank you to, uh, very much for the time today, Brian, and we look forward to talking again Appreciate soon. You. That Thanks, is, bud. That is Brian Matthews there of AuburnSports.com, Auburn Rivals. They're joining us here on this Tuesday edition of Sports Call.